0: What's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour.
1: Hello, everybody! Welcome to episode 125! How you doing tonight?
0: Brian, how you doing? Jim, I have a beer stash now. The what? Look, there's so much cream, I have a beer stash.
1: (laughs) Not a new look for you. (laughs) I don't get it. What does it mean? I'm I'm applying things, Brian. Are
0: you saying I drink lots of milk? Is that why I have strong bones? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> i drink my milk jim
1: <laughs> i don't it's just disgusting
0: <laughs> never mind <laughs> jim. is that why i'm
1: the well-developed boy i am today brian <laughs> i had a lot of sam's club soda to drink back in the day so, of course it would be sam's club of course it was that's all i had growing <laughs> up
0: but, well yeah. childhood we can't trauma. All be fancy, jim we can't all be fancy like you and have a dishwasher full of doritos
1: this is true. Um, and actually, for the most part, it was Casey Masterpiece. Dude, oh, that's terrible. What? Hey, Casey Masterpiece is good chips. Yeah, but they're not Doritos. They aren't Doritos. Sometimes it was Doritos. Sometimes it was Hot Fries. <laughs> so, and Jim. I, I haven't had Hot Fries in a long time. Before we get st- moving on, though, thank you to Slime the Garbage Man for coming on last week. Yeah, Great time. You, Make bud. sure to check the links in that episode. Check all his stuff out, especially on Spotify. Good guy. Jim, why'd you say his
0: name wrong? It's Slim. Slim the Garbage Man? <laughs> now slime, thank you for stopping by, man. It was a uh, it was great talking with you. Can't wait to have you on again in the future. Um, Chambers, what are you sipping on? Since we know you don't drink milk,
1: <laughs> I'm I'm keeping it simple tonight. I have some uh, good old Nugget Nectars by Trogues in the uh, thing, so polishing a couple of them off tonight. Old, old in the fridge or a recent
0: purchase? Purchase old. How old do you think? Um, I, I
1: ooh, that is a. At least three months.
0: Okay. So not super
1: aged. I got to tell you, though, uh, normally I'm not a fan at all of Nugget Nectar, and I don't know if it's from sitting out for three months or maybe they just changed the uh, recipe up this year a little bit. I'm actually kind of enjoying it. Like, I used to fucking hate Nugget Nectar. Real?
0: Because you, we talked about that. Maybe when you got that and you were saying how much you like it. So maybe your opinion just came around full circle on that. Maybe. That's what threw me for a loop. I was like, I thought you didn't like that.
1: Yeah, no, I normally don't. Like, I mean, it's another one of those ones where the wife just grabbed a quick six pack to go through the uh, the beer aisle at Acme instead yeah. of waiting for the other aisles. So she was like, "You like trogs, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, Nugget Nectar, all right." But uh, sure. as I'm drinking, I'm like, "This is surprisingly good." I don't, I don't know what changed,
0: Jim. Outside of uh, Madolf, what is your favorite Trogues?
1: Uh, Dreamweaver.
0: Interesting. See, I, I go Troganator.
1: Dragonair is also really good. That's probably yeah. that's like kinda tied with Dreamweaver, but like Dream slightly overtook it lately.
0: Hmm. So I'm drinking, speaking of old, I'm getting rid of stuff. And when did you give me Donkey Kong? Was it June? I think it was about June ish, roughly.
1: I gave you Donkey Kong? Sixty four. Oh yeah, probably June ish, if not May.
0: So, uh, in honor of getting that terrible game and that yellow cartridge, I got my Boddington's Pub Ale.
1: Oh, nice. Um,
0: so, I forget if it was a four or six pack. I still just had one in there, and I was like, you know what? I really actually enjoyed drinking this. Um, and I have another random British beer I'll finish off with tonight. So, guess we're going UK tonight. But yeah. um,
1: you've had these before, right? Yeah, no, my Boddington's is really good. That was one of the ones where I had a classic gym oopsie where I'm like, has anyone ever had this British beer before? And everyone's like, "Yeah, it's common as fuck." It's, <laughs> I was it's like, like oh.
0: asking if everyone had Miller before. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, yep. "Oh, guess I learned something." It's um, I would equate this to like uh, the UK's Guinness. Like it's their it's their pub ale, like their most popular. Really, really easy to drink, but very uh, thick, creamy, foaminess. Hence the beer stash. So, yeah, I would highly recommend it if you want to try something from the UK.
1: Yeah, and it's not, like, super overpowering and, like, really, anyway, booze or, like, beeriness or anything like that. I think it's actually kind of light on the alcohol, like, three-something.
0: So, it actually doesn't have it on here, but, yeah, I think it's three or just, like, a hair over four. It's really, really light.
1: Yeah, it's, like, standard, like, it's, like, big three American kind of deal, so.
0: Yeah, so, cheers to that. Um... Jim so you have actually played a new game and you even played it with me <laughs> yeah Jim, no what don't, don't act like you don't you play new games every once in a while every once in a while I dabble in no new you things. buy a limited run game which is just a release of an old game in physical form that's not a new it's game. it's not always old
1: it's always old it's not always old <laughs> but yeah no we uh we did the beta for ba- uh, back for blood the spiritual successor to left for dead so, are we going to just drop our, our opinions on this here? Are you making a video on it? So, I already have the audio done. Um, deciding if
0: this is going to come out Tuesday, because we're recording today is Monday. I'm deciding if the video is coming out on Tuesday or Thursday, because we have another video coming out Friday.
1: Yeah, you might as well do it tomorrow so we can let the podcast breathe for a day.
0: Yeah. Um, so, it'll probably be a little bit later tomorrow, since I'm having some stuff installed in my house. But, uh... At the end of the day uh i am happy we have a successor in the video you'll see i go over and jim i want to see if you agree with my opinions while i love the added customization within the game um it, a lot of this shit actually changes the mentality because left for dead was always a hard game but with this game because you can get the upgrades for your weapons and you get the money There's, like, a go-out-and-grab-shit mentality from your team. So people, like, don't stick together as much. And they just want to run into a room and everybody runs off and tries to get shit. And it kind of forces, like, a shitty mentality when you're playing with randos. It makes it that much harder for a game that's already pretty damn tough.
1: Yeah, and as we learned the hard way, basically by the end of the campaign, for, you know, however many campaigns they wind up having, you basically just all need to have pipe bombs to distract zombies during hordes.
0: Yeah and you need to coordinate on like trying to buy shit for the team and not just for yourself. So um good game. It's uh is it in a little bit of trouble or is it just a small minority trying to say something about the game right now?
1: It's probably it's probably a small uh, I don't know because you know how many are really playing it right now. Because people like everyone's kind of says like they kind of like it but it's got problems. That seems to be like the general consensus. I saw oh, I saw no, I
0: was talking about the controversy controversy
1: Oh, what, about a certain word? Well,
0: so it's probably, by the time you hear this, it's been posted a lot. So there's apparent apparent cases where they think zombies are saying the N-word. And I've only found two or three people who have, and they said some, like, crazy number of people have streamed it. But there's only been, like, three cases where it's ever been heard. Um and it sounds like the zombie's saying that. Now, when listening to it, you can say for yourself if you think it sounds like it. I <laughs> they, mean, are, you... they are funny
1: reactions because this black guy's playing. And it is. Like, the
0: fuck you just called me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> there's been, there's been, an, like, there's an article on Polygon if you want to look it up. Like, it's out there. We're yeah,
0: and to. WB has already came out and they said, listen, obviously that was not recorded. They said it's a very simple thing of that's two zombie sounds when they're next to each other and it just happens to overlay into that they're like clearly we would never put that in our game but i love the responses of like just the the two sides one is like oh my god now this this company is worse than activision which i'm like have people really said that like i so so, i i think so yeah i mean based on their profiles i'll say Uh, i think so yeah and then you have the others that are like, wouldn't that entice you to kill them more? <laughs> I'm like, so the reactions have been all over the place. I just find it funny. But no, I think the game, putting that stupid shit aside, I think the game is, uh, it's got some things it needs to touch up. And one little thing I talk about in my video. I mean, it's a beta. It, it is. It's time. It's, it's why they have betas. You improve it. But it's a beta that's coming out in october so you don't have a shit ton of time so i feel like the amount of improvements you're going to see are either going to be as as immediate quick fixes as you can and then we're just going to see a lot of patches after the fact yeah one thing i want to change which when i look back at left for dead i love the use of flashlights because so many areas were dark like all the time and it made the lighting and more atmospheric whereas that one it just didn't have it it was a little touch you yeah, it was but... it was
1: very bright there weren't any real like dark yeah. hard to see areas
0: but no, I went back uh, after you and I played, and I played a couple more of those versus modes. It is a lot of fun. It's just as crazy, and it's so frustrating when, like, one person as a zombie fucks up, and you're like, God damn it, you're supposed to do your part. <laughs> yeah. Of, of course, course no.
1: there's, there's the little bugs like we saw where if, pardon me, if, a, uh, if another team rage quits, somehow everyone loses. So, you know, the little things yeah. have to work out with that. but We're like, what oh, the no. fuck? They all quit. How do we lose? Yeah. <laughs> What do you think, Jim? Is that uh, gonna be a new buy for you? I think so, especially since like it's a fresh thing that we can like definitely get a bunch of the old friends to come out of retirement, probably. Yeah, for dust sure. off the old Xbox ones.
0: It uh, it brought me right back to enjoying a co-op game, even though you can have player versus player, like doing something cooperative in an actual campaign with friends. I can't tell you the last time I actually did that.
1: Yeah, it's so. been a while. My, my favorite part of when we we're streaming is when the guy that we were playing with randomly <laughs> went, Hey, I've been here the whole time. Like, I can hear you guys. And they're like, oh. <laughs> Spent that the whole guy, time oh. talking about Christian and fucking our usual dipshittery.
0: What was his name?
1: It was like Ice, Ice something. Ice something or other. But yeah, I,
0: yeah, I, I was like, yeah, this asshole is nice running ahead of us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you did say that a lot.
0: Uh, but, but yeah, I liked that. He's like, I'm here. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey. Oh, Which is hey. weird because you and I were in a private party. So that was the only part that, like, I don't know if they automatically cancel it.
1: Not so private.
0: Oh, well. That was interesting. But, yeah, yeah. no, it's a fun game. And if you didn't play the beta yet, they're, I think, going to do now. That was for, like, early beta. That, that was a closed
1: beta. They're going to have an open beta.
0: Yeah, then that starts, I think, August 12th. So a couple days. Uh, seems seems weird they're
1: having the second beta that close after the first one. But, eh, whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't,
0: yeah, I don't. Maybe that was their way of like testing servers. I I can tell you, we didn't have any issues getting in the games.
1: No, wasn't any issues with that, and people coming in and out of the games didn't see it be a problem. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that that had a leg up on a lot of games that were fully released. Yeah, of course, there's Tur- people. I, I I can't tell if he was joking or not, but one guy was bitching about like like shooting the windows out and like you know. Oh, wasn't, the like, asshole done.
0: about immersion. Yeah. in a goddamn game that's. Yeah, like, oh man, they expect us to find this realistic, and you can't shoot out windows in a car. I'm like, dude, really? People. I just want just... to. I just
1: want to live in a world where that was just like a rage bait thing, and not like his actual opinion. God, I hope so.
0: Sorry, disconnected my my headphones there for a
1: second. La da.
0: <laughs> Jim, I mean, I, I think we just need to come to. I would fully expect that to be a PC person who would. Would cite 60 frames per second or death, and would bitch about everything else. That's my guess.
1: Hey, Brian, that's a little foreshadowing for later in the podcast. Talk about specs.
0: <laughs> Maybe it
1: is. They don't call me
0: Brian Foreshadowing Quinn for nothing.
1: No one calls you that. They should. <laughs> you, have you I have pla- nothing. <laughs> Jim,
0: have you played anything else this uh,
1: week? Well, yeah, speaking of uh, projects for the page we were talking about last week. Played a little more Darkwing Duck. Played some Mortal Kombat Shaolin monks. So, yeah, that's uh, kind of been it. Just uh, as people can see online, I just got a puppy. So yeah, yeah, is.
0: Miller, yeah.
1: So yeah, that is. Uh, it's taking up a lot of time.
0: I've mm-hmm. only had to
1: kick him off the bed a few dozen times.
0: Yeah, but you've already lost that battle, Jim. You might as well just accept it. No, no, no. Jim, You've because here's the problem. My last
1: dog didn't sleep on the bed. This one isn't going to sleep on the bed either.
0: Jim, even though you enforce it, both your wife and your daughter will not enforce it. Oh, no. So the dog will get confused.
1: No, the door gets closed to the kid's room at night. So none of that shit's happening.
0: But you know when Sandy's working from home, if he's up there, she would be like, Oh, look how cute he
1: is. Oh, no, he just (laughs) sleeps next to her. He sleeps
0: on the floor. You wait, Jim. Just you wait.
1: It's been a day. It's only been a day,
0: but <laughs> nice. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, this week has been light. I did a little bit of Dead by Daylight. Obviously, I spent a lot on Back for Blood while I could. Um, beat Darkwing Duck. I'll save my opinions for the review. Um, outside of that, yeah, I haven't played too much else. I'm gonna be. St- excuse me. I'm gonna be starting up with. Uh, the last of the Mortal Kombat games that we need to review. (sighs) I'm not looking
1: forward to it. I'll give you a heads up. It's not good, but it's at least a lot more beatable than, what do you call it, Sub-Zero is. So, it's less painful. It's less painful for all the wrong reasons, but it's at least less painful.
0: That's a steep curve. But yeah, no, I think, um, like Jim, uh, I'm looking forward to getting that done and then we'll be moving on to some other games don't want to give any spoilers yet but there's some things in the works yeah (laughs) all right chambers so what do we got from our awesome patrons
1: yep patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game where for as little as two dollars a month you can ask a question that we will answer on each and every single one of these power hour podcasts so first those questions in yeah, I going not gonna gotta remind everyone every goddamn Monday or no one does it. <laughs> Except for Dean. Dean's always good about hopping on right away. Speaking of Dean, from Game Whisper Dean, what are your opinions on fair use policies since there seems to be a lot of discussion lately? <laughs> I wonder who he's talking about. Do you know anything about this, Brad? Um
0: give me give me the real answer. Not okay. the
1: subtle. No, no, what do you call it? I'm not gonna be subtle at all. This gives me a reason to talk about it. Uh what do you call it? So Pat the NES Punk and Damien McFerrin, and he's, like, the head guy over at Nintendo Life. Okay. They had a little bit of a Twitter spat in the past week. Because, basically, uh, Damien called out Pat for using images from Nintendo Life for his thumbnails. So, Pat would basically, you know, take a picture off the site that would be somewhat applicable to the subject at hand. Put his text over it. You know, if you've ever watched his podcast clips, you know how his thumbnails look. Sure. So, and then posting it up there. So, Damien's like, um... Hey, what the, he? I think actually he uh, reached out first through an email because he wanted to address like Pat. I guess Slam Nintendo Life for like talking soft about the Amico or just talking about the Amico, mm-hmm. and then also mentioned about the uh, the thumbnail thing. And then Pat, you know, he does what Pat does, and he lashed back out, mm-hmm. saying, you know, you know, blah blah blah. You're just mad because we went soft and called you out and something blah, blah blah blah. And then Damon's like, no, dude, seriously, like you used our pictures without, you know, asking us. So, you know, Mm. he didn't even credit us. So that's, you know, that's our copyright. And he's saying, no, this is fair use. So then the argument became, you know, is it fair use, even though by the letter of the law using actually, what I learned from all this and it's massive Twitter threads was that photography is actually like in a way, I don't know if it's almost instantly copyrighted material or like, if you put it on a copyrighted entity, then that becomes like the copyright. If it was an original work, that kind of deal. So I know I'm fucking up the actualities of it here, but yeah. So that became this whole big thing of a bobber. So fair use, like you said, you can
0: say by definition, um, if if they're if he's using that image to say like, hey, we're talking about this particular article or thing from this site.
1: Which wasn't the case.
0: W- then that's more of an issue. If it's like... Was it at all related to Nintendo Life when he's using it? Or is it for something completely different?
1: I, I think it was just like an article about the Game Boy. So he just took a picture that they took. Like, it, like It's not like it's the most in, in innovative picture in the world that he took. Like He set up a bunch of Game Boy as like, you know, a canvas looking thing. Yeah. And then set a Game Boy on top of it. And took the picture of that. So like, you know, it's a picture you see a thousand times before. But it's one they set up themselves.
0: Yeah, photographs by definition, like, yeah, can they become copyright? They, they, they are copyrighted, like it's your original material. Right. But then again, if you're someone doing it, it's not, you're not doing it for money and you don't explicitly trademark it or copyright it or encode it in such a way that it has watermarks built into it, I don't blame the guys. If you're going to have someone shit-talking you and then he's going to use your photos, right? yeah reach out say hey i'm not cool with you using it unless you at least just say hey the photo is like throw something into youtube um we ran into that and but it was different because they straight up used our logo with drink a beer and play a game that Ah. that we paid for and we were like hey just so you know like that is our logo um but like to use like if i say i took a picture of a beer and somebody like used it on their whatever channel. Am I gonna care about it? No. But if they used it and then were like, "Well, those drink a beer assholes," I'd probably be like, "Well, just give us credit for the picture." Um, right. But yeah, at the end of the day, like, it probably could get like you can bend the will of fair use, unless you show that that was the distinct reason why people clicked on your stuff. It's like, is that the only reason people were going to his video?
1: Yeah, I mean, fair use has always been kind of a tricky thing. Whether it's like a straight-up law or just like, you know, a code of ethics of the internet kind of deal. Like, I know there's legality to it, but I'm a dum-dum, so I don't know these things. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, obviously, like you said, like, if he was specifically talking about the article and used the picture, then it's like, all right, yeah, fair. But then just swiping it for a random thing, I can see the case for Nintendo life. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you didn't have to make a bitch about it, but we understand you making a bitch about yes. it. That kind of deal. And it's it, also because he's like, look, I've been through this. Like, I've used other people's pictures and they've come after me. So, like, I know sure. the deal. So he's coming from that thing of, like, look, I had to learn the hard way. So just, like, you know, be fine. So then he actually wound up, like, getting in random Twitter thread arguments with, like, a bunch of other YouTubers. Who <laughs> were, like, Ima- imagine living on an internet where you had to, like, copyright everything or make everything 100. 100- or, like, not imagine an internet without the use of copyrighted material. Something like that. So that hmm. just became a whole different ball of spaghetti, right there.
0: I mean, every single YouTuber just does the same thing. You Google an image you want in your thumbnail. You use it. You might remove backgrounds, do whatever. That's just what happens. The only original thing is the same stupid uh, YouTuber face they all use. Ugh. That 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 like that's it. I mean, yeah, is it is it right? Is it wrong? It, but that's one of those things where. The dude, Nintendo, you said it's Nintendo Life?
1: Nintendo Life, yeah.
0: Um, Now you're, you've created a glass house. You're talking shit, and now everyone's gonna look back at all your stuff and call you out for everything you've ever used that you didn't clearly reference or, or give
1: credit to. It's like... Well, he, he covered his ass on that, too, though. Like, he specifically said, Look, I've done this before. I've been called oh. out for it. I know what I'm talking about here. So, at least he had that there. And, like... I've never been, like, the biggest fan of Nintendo life is, like... It's, like... I mean, I'm not going to call it a... it's kind of a glorified blog, But, uh... <laughs> they just regurgitate a lot of Nintendo shit and stuff like that. But it's fine for what it is. But, yeah, like... I'm, like... I'm, I'm like... I think, in this case, he probably is right for, yeah. like, you know, coming after it how he did. But it's also one of those things where it's, like, yeah, you still didn't really have to, but... I can see it. It's it's one of those ones where I just got to sit back and eat some popcorn and go. No, I, I,
0: I, I love the argument, because I also go... It's kind of like, uh, it, so what you're describing is someone actually took a real-life photo of a group of Game Boys, right?
1: Uh, yeah, group of games, yeah. So
0: if somebody else, say, used that same picture on their site, and then if you Google search like, Game Boy games, and then it was actually pulling from that site and not Nintendo Life, you know what I'm saying? It's, now it's like secondhand, like you're not getting it directly from the source. That's where the internet gets yeah. messy.
1: I'm kind of surprised, like, a uh, like a bigger outlet, like Nintendo Life, doesn't, like, watermark their shit.
0: That's what I mean. Like, that's the easy way. There's plenty of sites where yeah, you I can't mean, copy their image.
1: I mean, it makes it look uglier, but, I mean, it protects it more, so. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, Pat gets too in the weeds, I think, with these arguments, and he's he, snor- he, does, he he, he, he gets very snarky with shit. He is a, he's a snarky boy. That is yeah. true. So... And get it, I, and maybe he all he gets is shit all day long, and he just chooses, this is the person I'm going to go in after. I just, like with everyone else, I just go like, you should just let sleeping dogs lie, or address it offline, or do something. I don't know.
1: It's always funny just like the levels, like the different tiers of drama that just comes from these things when they start out, because like all the YouTubers who hate Pat start to like trash him in like the thread on Nintendo Life. Mm-hmm. And then all the people who hate Nintendo Life start to like bash that in the thread to... Dan oh, yeah. wasn't backing down either. Like he was responding to like most of the tweets coming his way. So it was, it was an interesting couple of days.
0: It's a perfect reason why, if for some reason, some someone actually came at us on Twitter. I'm happy you're doing it and not me. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know my personality. Like I'm not. I know I would be the type to be like,
1: "Well, fuck you." <laughs> like yeah, you would care too much.
0: Yeah, I, or I would just. The thing is, I wouldn't do it. You like you. You throw out like an ironic like like i would just be like well your parents did a terrible job like i would i would just go deep with a cut real quick and then take it personal with them you won't do that
1: <laughs> yeah i just don't care enough <laughs> i've been around too long i've i've posted too many responses and uh comments to our videos i look back on them just like Ugh. so <laughs> it's like it's a fucking stupid internet why do i care this much? yeah
0: so. No, but thank you dean always love your your topics
1: Next up from Gamer Astral, if you could if you could have any pokemon as a pet, which would you pick and Cla
0: Charizard cuz who the fuck doesn't want a dragon?
1: Uh yeah. What's that what's that plant one that's like the meme of everyone wants to fuck it Gardevoir, I think. Jim, you're to po- I, I if you if you honestly quiz
0: me right now, if I could name 10 to 15 pokemon, I'd be amazed. And that's with even doing a lot of the Pokemon Go. Like, I'm terrible with that.
1: Yeah. What is? What? Which one would I use as a pet? So need something I mean, reliable. If you wanted it's to go, Q, yeah. Like,
0: like, like Charizard's an obvious because you want a fucking dragon. But like, I don't need. The easier answer would probably be like a Mewtwo because then he's a super powerful being, but he could also be an asshole.
1: Yeah, he could be a bit of an asshole. Yeah. Like Gyarados would be cool because he flies and he swims. It's like the best of both worlds. I can traverse it. No, you know what? Fuck it. I want a Lapras. Give me a Lapras. Jim, you're going to get I, I want. I want a boat without needing to buy a boat and maintain a boat, so give me a Lapras. Jim, you're getting a Snorlax because that's your spirit animal. Hey, I can sleep on that thing. <laughs> I and <mean, being> cuddly. <laughs> and I can be like all those guys online who buy a big Snorlax and take a picture of them with it, like a room-sized fucking plushie.
0: There you go, Jim.
1: <laughs> I can embrace my inner Sigma. <laughs> Good question, though. I like it. Yep. Next up, from Burn Retinas. When HD DVDs and Blu-ray were bidding for the optical disc format wars in 06, <laughs> did either of you try HD DVD exclusively or know someone who did? We do know someone who did. I was going to say, I
0: I almost bought an HD DVD because it was for the, I believe, Dawn of the Dead remake. Um, but I didn't have anything that could play it, and I had gotten my PlayStation 3, and my first Blu-ray was actually Tropic Thunder, which is still one of the best comedies out there.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah. And it, it, that's the gift that keeps on giving because now is it a funny movie, but every five years Twitter <laughs> so, discovers it. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and somehow, like, uh, Robert Downey Jr. What? still, like, he'll catch, like, a second of hate, hate, and then it dissipates. So, like,
1: he's, like, almost untouchable with that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, someone will try to start that thread and then people just come in there and go, you're stupid, shut up.
0: I, I know you're not, you don't really listen to that much Rogan, but I still love his interview with Rogan about that. And he's like, you had Ben Stiller playing Simple Jack. He's like, there were bigger
1: problems here. Depends on who you ask, Brian. Because <laughs> then people discover Simple Jack after. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, and I think I paid like 30 bucks... Which was like back then, like DVDs. I, what the hell was a DVD cost? Fifteen bucks, twenty bucks tops.
1: They still can go for twenty to thirty these days. Yeah. So, so
0: paying thirty, but I was like, oh man, the picture's got to be great, and yeah, it really was. But no, HD. I like I said, I was this close to getting that Dawn of the Dead remake. But who was it that we know? Was it? It was Chris. Yep. What yeah, did he buy?
1: He had he had the uh, HD DVD player on his 360 because he was the first one of our friends with a 360. Yeah. He was the first one of our friends with, like, a big fucking 200-pound, like, rear-projection HDTV that, like, yeah, only went out that, in 720. Oh man.
0: And it wasn't, it like, it was a smaller one, too, right? It wasn't that big. It was maybe 27 inches. Yeah.
1: <laughs> even though we would all still play, like, four-player split-screen uh, Call of Duty on that somehow.
0: Of course. But, uh,
1: you know, we all made do back in the day. And he still had the biggest TV out of all of us. Mm-hmm. Even with that, dude, that, I fucking helped him move that a couple times. That dude's a fucking monster.
0: Jim, even though that thing was a monster, it still pales in comparison of the old TVs. Oh, and yeah. Especially the big ones. I remember when I helped Juan move both in my house, outside my house, and he had like a 33 or 34 inch one of those. And the back was all that shitty plastic and you would bump something and it would just crack the sh- And you're like, what the fuck? Yep. So, yeah. Moved my brother into college, helping lug that shit. And I was always the friend that helped everyone move. Because I yep. could lift shit. Yep. That's what <sighs> you get. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm watching you and Matt struggle with a little chair. and I'm like, come on.
1: <laughs> Look, Brian, see, if you don't put out as much trying, trying people <laughs> expect less from you in the end. you got to play the game, Brian. Don't gotta act like
0: you were being strategic. I gotta saw you
1: attempting to try things. <laughs> <laughs> see, Brian, learned a hard way to stop trying to attempt things. after I made an ass of myself enough times. Oh, Jim. But no, good question. Yeah. yeah. So I actually, like, I always randomly, like, one of my, like, thrifting trips, every once in a great while, there'll be, like, someone just dumping their old collection of HD DVDs. So there'll be, like, 20 of them there for, like, a couple bucks each. And part of me is like, that'd be kind of funny to have. And I'm just like, I would never do anything with it but put it in a box. So I always pass on it. But. I was going to say, like,
0: oh, I, I, I'm, I know I'm very stupid to technology. I know that PS3 and 4 do Blu-rays and even Xbox yeah. One. But can they also do HD DVD? No. no? So no. I don't even know, other than, yeah, our friend with the um, Xbox. Unless you, get an
1: HD, unless you get an HD DVD player from 2006, you're not going to be not, able to use them. Mm.
0: Yeah. Do we know, I mean, we know the whole thing, because of porn, it went to Blu-ray, blah, blah, blah. But do we know, It is the picture quality actually better with Blu-ray? Or was I, it basically the same?
1: I think it was pretty much the same. I think it was just, you know... Whatever format round I'm wanting. Or yeah. wanting? It's not a fucking word. <laughs> Christ. Words is hard. Which one one did?
0: <laughs> simple Jim. Simple oh, oh, next t-shirt is Simple Jim. <laughs> I'm going to put you in the overalls.
1: <laughs> optic, do not answer that DM, you son of a uh, bitch. Optic,
0: I'm going to need you to write, you got a fine brain, Simple gym. <laughs>
1: I am, I'm burying myself here, but because of our bit of you smacking me. Don't smack me! <laughs>
0: Ugh,
1: it writes itself, unfortunately.
0: Uh, simple gem.
1: <laughs> Every day's a blessing. <sighs> Next up from Michael Soto I've heard you guys talk about the N64 and the PS1, PS2 wrestling games, but did either of you ever get into the GameCube titles? WrestleMania 19 and the two Day of Reckoning games have always felt like hidden gems among wrestling games to me.
0: I did play... Those were actually... It was Day of Reckoning. um, I only tried the first one. I rented it, and I felt the same way. I played it. I was like, oh, this is... What it was is, it was fun, but it couldn't compete with the N64 and PS1, PS2 wrestling games. It's like, it is such a fun game to go back and play, but... Um, the problem is if you try to hold it up to the competition, it doesn't. But if it's like, if those other games didn't exist, they would be appreciated more, if that makes sense. I at least enjoyed them. I don't know, Jim, if you ever tried it. No,
1: I never got around to it because like, we've both talked about it. Like we both kind of passed over the GameCube back in the day. So like, I never, and you know what? Weirdly enough, I never see them in like any stores. Like even like when I go to like the little game stores that have like the retro shops and shit mm-hmm. like that. Like those games are never there, so like it's they, these aren't ones that people ever trade in. Yeah. I don't think they're super expensive, but I'm also not like compelled to like go out and pay like on eBay for them either. So if I ever get, yeah, I, yeah. I would like to play them because I hear they're good. I've always heard they're good, but I've never been like, oh, I got to go get this.
0: That would be a, a interesting one if we were looking for like what are wrestling games people don't talk about that much. Those would be perfect titles. So I that
1: that, that would be up our alley for the kind of shit we review.
0: Yeah. So I, I would say, if you've never played them, give them a try. Because I, I would agree with uh, Mike there. Like, they're pretty damn fun. But like I said, the only issue is you got to look at them with the light right lens. Because if you start saying, like, No Mercy and the SmackDown games, they're just... You shouldn't compare them to that, is all I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, there's a reason people care about Here Comes the Pain. Yeah. But I will say that they are they are better than what the Xbox got. Well... So. Huh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> that raw game is rough titties. But good question, though. ones people don't ever bring up. Yeah. And last up from good old Alex Perez. Do you guys have any upcoming fall slash Halloween plans for the DBPG brand? Site, YouTube, etc.?
0: Sure do, uh, Jim. I think I did mention it to you. And it kind of came up during my horror collecting. So initially, I wanted to hit up the evil dead games to tie in with the evil dead the new evil dead release which is gonna be kind of like dead by daylight and some of these and like evolve but that release got pushed back to february so we're probably going to tie it closer to then which will also allow me more time to buy those goddamn ridiculously expensive ps1 games Mm -hmm. um But no, uh, a series I've really wanted to do for a while, and by series I mean a specific series, is Alien games. And I'm not talking Alien versus Predator, because that's its own universe. I'm saying just Alien. We've already covered Alien Isolation. Right. um, And I still have Alien Colonial Colonial Marines in a trapping.
1: Alien trilogy is a Patreon request, so, so yeah. A...
0: So I I really want to hit up a lot of those alien games. I've actually already started getting footage for a lot, for some of the more really obscure, but for the, for me and Jim combined, I definitely want to hit up some of the more classic only in the Alien universe games.
1: I have Alien three and Genesis. Yeah,
0: I've uh, I've been interested to see what the difference is between all the millions of versions. And guess what? There is a million differences between a lot of them.
1: Oh, yeah. There's like, there's. Alien 3 is one of those ones that came out on like every system at the time. They're all a little different.
0: And even like Super NES and Genesis. There's some crazy differences. I'm shocked. I'm like, why? But we will probably hit on that in the review. So, yeah, that's right up our alley. It's another one. It's kind of a more obscure, not talked about as much in the horror genre. And yeah, so.
1: Yeah, and I also have a little uh, tickle in my pickle about trying to do what uh, you did with your horror collection and do one of my own. Because okay. Brian, of course, knows how to plan ahead, so he did his horror collection videos in June, which is the perfect time to do them. So <laughs> I figure I can go through my horror collection in October, like, you know, maybe every Monday and do it in four parts. Because with my fucking collecting, I have so many to show. Do you really have that many horror games? I have a lot, surprisingly. Huh. Okay. Well, you also you have a
0: much bigger collection yeah i and and for those who have commented i did see it i still um working on getting my di- my digital collection is actually pretty big too i'm trying to consolidate that to one video if i can and then i have had an update video of stuff i've collected and some of it's actually pretty damn rare for pretty great prices so i really want that, one, get out that
1: one you fucking locked into you. well actually both
0: of them it's just the other one was still there i couldn't believe a week later and yeah i know yeah
1: so i was like are you high why did you not buy that i know i was like "So oh, people God. will see yeah so
0: um no but great question so yeah of course just like uh any good series out there we love our halloween we love our Christmassy stuff we love our seasonal it's always been my favorite thing on most shows too
1: actually what do you call it speaking of christmas i actually have a game that i can feature during christmas season that is christmas related Uh-oh. that you will fucking hate is it for N64? No, it is for the original Xbox.
0: It's a Christmas game for the
1: What's it called? Well, Brian, it happens to be the blockbuster exclusive somewhat follow-up. It's basically a little expansion to Outlaw Golf. Nine Holes of Xmas.
0: Outlaw Golf? What the hell is that?
1: That was like an exclusive early game for the Xbox. like. It was a golf game, but, like, with, like, you know, attitude and, like, you're playing as criminals and shit like that because it needed a early 2002 gimmick. Because
0: nothing says outlawish like playing fucking golf.
1: God damn right. So, <sighs> yes, Outlaw Golf, Nine Holes of Xmas. It even has the Blockbuster exclusive sticker on it. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go, Christmas game.
0: All right, well, that's fine because we'll make a drinking game and I'll beat you like I did in Golf NES. You probably <laughs> fucking
1: will. <laughs> Jim I will give you no hints
0: Jim No you can
1: you can swim up that river yourself
0: But Jim Cream always rises to the top
1: uh, yeah. Alright macho man
0: That's just an old saying He perfected it It's his saying He took uh, it over God damn it Jim The only thing he took over slim jims Hey
1: Where'd they be without
0: him I know that's true I still bite it the same way too
1: Goddamn right. <laughs> I'm
0: so mad I don't hear the snap. I know.
1: Fucking false advertising. <laughs> uh, no, but great, no, that yeah. wraps up the questions for this week. So great question, Alex. Once again, expect a shitload of Halloween content like we always do from our fucking page. And mm-hmm. yeah, once again, thank you to all of our lovely patrons. We really don't deserve the support, but we really fucking appreciate it. So thank you also, goddamn much. Truly, truly
0: want to echo that appreciate it and please get your questions in and if you have
1: um i've heard from a couple that are like i'm still deciding on my game i'm like good okay good as long as like you know that you have it coming to you so
0: yeah you definitely have it coming to you and yeah the only the only game right now we have well two are the Darkwing duck and alien trilogy and we just said we're getting to both of those so yep awesome Alright, Chambers, uh, before we get back, I just noticed I've been shaking the camera a lot because I had my foot in a weird way and I was scratching it because I got stung three times in the foot by bees while I was mowing the lawn. So, my foot swelled up. What, what and the fuck? It... What are you, mowing in goddamn flip-flops? No, that's that was the worst part. Uh, it, it's more like running shoes. Um, and basically, I didn't know a bee could sting through them and one got my ankle but then two of them i'm like what the fuck is and then i took off my shoe and my sock and their barb was just hanging i was like god damn it and uh yeah it's been fun so itching my foot like son of a bitch yeah So sorry for the shaky camera
1: <laughs> fun actually what do you call it my neighbor was uh trimming some trees around his house and he must have found like a uh, a lantern fly nest so, mm. all of a sudden, like they were just fucking everywhere, and like there were like five in my pool. It's just an so I'm not like you know any kind of rich guy over here, but <laughs> yeah, like my little blow, my uh, my eight foot blow up pool just swarmed with fucking bugs inside there. Now <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess I'm cleaning this out. So
0: Chambers, how did uh, Nugget Nectar? You fully turned around? You yeah, sold on? I'm it? I'm
1: becoming a fan. I mean, it's a seven point five percent alcohol ale, and I mean, I it's. Going down very smooth. I don't know if my taste buds have changed or, if, like I said, they changed the recipe, but this is pretty fucking good. Are you a nugget boy now? I might be a nugget boy. I was a nugget boy when I was a pothead. I'm a nugget boy with a beer now. Damn it, Jim. <laughs> I mean, I was actually more a headies kind of guy because I was highfalutin like that, but.
0: Jim, I don't know this drug talk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is true. But, uh, yeah, but no, nah, I mean, I'm cracking into my last one, my last nugget nectar, and, yeah, I mean, these are fucking good.
0: Nice. Yeah, Bodington's, dude, goes down so friggin' smooth. I really enjoy it. But sticking with my uh UK beer, I have the Eagle Breweries banana bread beer. And when we first started doing this, um Shock Top. We no no no. We did I, I did banana bread. Like, we also did the banana beer from Shock Top. Right. But um I did this and I remember thinking, like, oh my god, this is good. But there was also that like This got shit on, but it's come around. Like, people, I think, accept it. It is absolutely insane how they did capture, like, not only the banana flavor, but, like, the walnut or whatever nuts they use in banana bread and, like, the sugar. Like, it just, it fucking tastes like liquid banana bread. Um, So, if you don't like it, you're not going to. If you do, you'll enjoy it. It's 5.2%, so it's not too heavy. And it doesn't sit heavy either, so pretty interesting one um fuck who do we have on our podcast that told us about if you combine this with like a chocolate beer it's like making a uh
1: oh shit who was i can't remember i know what you're talking about though
0: yeah like so that's something i still have to try but pretty damn delicious
1: yeah no i mean everyone's like a lot of these beers are like gimmick beers but when you find the ones that actually taste like what they say they are you're like well, how
0: the fuck they do that I still I still uh, fuck around with that wild blue. Remember back in the day how much I used to push that, but that was also because it was like six or seven percent, but tasted like delicious, like legit blueberries.
1: Yeah, and that was that was before we were really uh, going hard that, into the craft shit too. So mm-hmm. That was like '09 ish.
0: Yeah. So yeah, gimmick beers they work sometimes. All right, Jim. So this first article uh, I had to read up on it, but Tencent called. Sp- called video games basically spiritual opium. Um, and they well, uh, they, they
1: were called that by the Chinese media. That's so, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, quick rundown for those who don't know Tencent is a massive like multimedia company and they own all kinds of fucking shit. I think they own TikTok. Um, they own like Epic Games. So, they own the Epic Games store. Like, they're gigantic. And they're one of the most hated companies in the fucking world for like all their you know like you know spying on you you know Chinese spying blah 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 all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So apparently they're hated by their own country too. So apparently the uh, news article from reading 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 it's words, from Gamespot. Well, this this article is from Gamespot, but the Chinese media outlet known as the uh, Xinhua News Agency, which is government controlled. Uh, basically said that they were a form of spiritual opium and, like, legal and electronic drugs for children and gambling addictions. So, it was like, wow. Apparently China's always had, like, this massive, like, hatred towards video games. I mean, China's always very strict with their media anyway. But they didn't even allow consoles to be sold in their country until 2015, which I didn't even know about. That's fucking crazy. So... After this yeah. article came out, or this, uh, I don't know if it was an article or a story, but either way, Tencent's stock took it like an 11% dip, which is huge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just funny to see like one of the biggest companies in the world being shit on by their own country. Well, like you
0: said, so China already has policies in place to try to limit gaming with their youth because there is an addiction problem there. But is it? Now, this is complete bro science, and I know I'm going to fuck it up. Is it Japan or China that has reported having issues with um, males, like, That's not Japan. dating? Is it Japan? Yeah. Okay. And they And there, once again, they kind of tied it to gaming and, like, addictions of that sort and porn. So China... You know, it seems they're very strict about gaming, and like you said, Tencent probably being, I would assume, the biggest thing coming out of China when it comes to that.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, uh, yeah, just talking off the top of my head, I would say they're probably the biggest, like, multimedia thing to come out of China.
0: Yeah, so, here, here's the thing. Besides
1: it, iPhones from child labor, huh? Yeah.
0: Is it incorrect to label video games as an electronic drug?
1: Or I mean, a spiritual
0: opiate? Like, You'd probably uh, make an argument,
1: especially I with mean, the ones that Ten Cent likes to push out there.
0: Well, here's the deal: Are video games addictives? hell yeah, can they really fuck up people's lives? And yeah, but there's obviously tons of good. But that's like anything, and then you can get into the stupid ass straw man argument of like, well, if they weren't doing that, they could be out there doing real drugs. Did it? Yes, like, but should the Chinese government have said that? Probably not. But then it, again, it's just
1: odd for. For them the to Chinese go. government to do that, though, because, like, I doubt even. I would, like, I mean, once again, bros, bros, signs, as you said, are just being a typical, an, ign- an ignominious like I am, like, I would, I would assume the 10 cents reach would be affecting countries outside of China more than just straight China with all the restrictions they have. So, you know, with the way they like to, you know, according to all the other countries in the world, China wants to fuck everyone over. So, you think that would be a good weapon to use against, like, the countries of the other world and shit like that seems Jim weird.
0: When you're a country that has John Cena apologizing to you.
1: Look, you give me fucking that kind of money, I will suck China's dick right now. I will dig up Mao tongue and I will suck him dry. Damn
0: it, Jim.
1: You, I will. Pre- Look, Brian, I won't be like one of those blue hairs on Twitter who ironically want to be in China. I will do it for the cash.
0: Jim, well, you always do post how Taiwan is its own country. I mean, it is. <laughs> Jim, now you have to apologize in Chinese. No, they don't pay me shit. Just don't kill me. <laughs> it's a it's a very odd look. I mean, they clearly have a a history of anti gaming. I would say, and with anti addiction laws, is it a smart move? I don't. I, I don't think they worry about the smart move. They clearly just wanted to say this, and I'm just shocked it took that big of a dip. Like maybe that was more Chinese investors because. I don't feel like anyone in America, American investors, would see that comment and be like, "Oh shit, drop my stock in Tencent."
1: Yeah, but exactly. I don't know.
0: So yeah, that had to
1: be all like homegrown kind of a, a bashing there.
0: Yeah, interesting article though.
1: Oh yeah, for real. <laughs> Ooh. But
0: Jim, before we're talking about interesting articles, I want to see how this one rubbed you. If you're in agreement with it. So I came across this. I don't know where it was, if it was Twitter or Facebook. I sent it over to Jim from ScreenRant.com. Now, granted, let me preface this. Any site anywhere can make a list of top best or top worst, da-da-da-da-da. So they decided to make every Sega console ranked worst to best. And they have the nine, nine consoles. And I saw it, and I said... I don't know how Jim will feel about this. I think he'll have some issues. But I wanted to uh I wanted to go through the list with you and see see if you agree in general with the rankings.
1: Yeah, I mean I've already looked through it obviously, but Yeah. yeah.
0: So number nine, we have the S G one thousand. I don't even know what the fuck that is.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that being there. It's their very first console. It's primitive as fuck, like it's a step above like, you know, the Atari and shit like that, but it, it early. Super early, like nineteen eighty three, so yeah, I've never played anything off of it, but from what I've seen, I can... Yeah, it makes sense. It's down there. Number eight, the 32X. How do you feel about that, Jim? Because you do have a video entitled, Better Than You Think. My only <laughs> argument with this is what comes after it. Because yeah. I
0: agree, I agree.
1: It was a colossal failure, and it should be at the bottom. Even though I, I am a 32X... defense like. I, I I know why it failed. Like yeah, I even mentioned that. Like it <laughs> failed for a thousand reasons, but it, it's got some bright spots. Sure.
0: So number seven is the Pico, another one.
1: A, I don't a know. A kids'
0: it... edutainment system, like. And here's what's weird about it: it's, it's labeled in ninety, launched in ninety-three. Was, was uh, Pokemon out? When did Pokemon come out? 97, 98, something like that. So why is this a ninety-three? It was probably. Thing?
1: I mean, it was. It's a simple kids' education, well, like faux computer. So, like, if you put simple shit on there for little kids, you can keep it around for a long time. No,
0: no, no, I know, but so you don't think the picture of that thing is from ninety-three?
1: Oh no, a Pikachu one is oh, definitely not from. That's what. I,
0: that's what's yeah. confusing me. I thought even calling it the Pico, I thought it was kind of.
1: Oh, you thought it was like a Pikachu time? I was like, what the fuck? Picture? Yeah. Yeah, no, the Pico Pico was around for a while.
0: So this is another one. I I would, just because of how unknown it is, I would have put that at eight. The six is the Game Gear, which Which, I'm fine with. Yeah. Other than the terrible battery life, I never had that much of an issue, except for the fact that now you can't find a working one to save your life.
1: Yeah. But I never thought, I thought it was good, you know? Yeah. I'm actually kind of shocked that that got less than the next one with the Sega CD at number 5. Yeah, I kind of look at the Sega CD the same way I do as the
0: 32X. I mean, obviously, it's way more impressive. But I feel like, all in all, it just it didn't hold up. Like in the long you know, run.
1: the problem with it is, and this article addresses it, that like people mostly know the Sega CD for its FMV games. Yeah And, yeah, for the most part, they're kind of crappy. But there was a lot of really impressive shit that came out on the Sega CD, too. Yeah. It's just, you know, it was an add-on, so it had to fight an uphill battle.
0: Yeah. So, four, we have the Saturn, which
1: I personally think probably should have been number three. Mm, I'm actually... No, I for the most part, I'm actually fine with the... Uh, for the the last four, I'm fine with the listings for. Hmm. Okay. Good. So, Saturn at number four um the, know, the saturn diehards will be like oh this is ridiculous but i mean for one the saturn well actually the the one after this didn't really sell that much in north america either but that's kind of
0: my point so that where obviously whoever went with screen rant they're taking global and we're talking from two americans and our like to me saturn should have been moved up because number this, three the sat
1: the saturn was like probably the biggest victim of like sega of the mid 90s uh-huh. just because of like the botch launch the yeah i mean their their direction from the start wasn't like you know future-proof like they were still thinking old japanese where they were going to focus and they, they say it in here too they're going to focus on 2d games side scrollers and rpgs which worked for them before yeah and that was not the market for most of the world at that point yeah
0: the master system is number three I've... i know it's huge outside of America. I've played I don't know, twenty to thirty Master System games. They're fine. I've never been blown away by a master system game, is all I'm gonna say. And maybe I haven't played the right ones. And I and I, I'm I'm trying to emphasize, I know it was big outside the US. I didn't know a single kid growing up who even talked about that system.
1: I'll say Oh that. no. No, what do you call it? Like the Master System... one my biggest memory as a kid of the Master System was being at Toys R Us and uh, going through the value bin section. Uh And I picked a Master System game up unknowingly because it just said Sega. And I was like, oh, Sega, Sega, Sega Genesis, Genesis, that's the Sega. And I brought it home and, of course, I couldn't play it because it wouldn't even fit in there. It's a fucking Master System game. I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) So, like, looking back, I was like, oh, shit. Because, like, I remember the white box and all that crap. So, looking Uh back, I'm like, oh, crap, that was a Master System game. But, you know, I returned it and all that bull crap. But, yeah, that's, like, the only thing I knew about it. So mm-hmm. like you know late like I've only gotten into master System in the last couple years and it's another one that's like kind of cool. It's in that like turbographics thing for me where it's like it's got its own weird feel to it, even though like there's a re- <laughs> I mean there's a reason the NES blew it out especially in North America but like, like yeah. I, I actually I, I do tend to like the master System way more than I expected to. So the, the only good thing about I, I would I would definitely say it's underappreciated in the long run even... Cause like the two biggest markets in the world are Japan and the United States, so like it can be huge in Brazil and the UK, but who cares? So (laughs) you know you got to be big in the US and Japan, and if you're not, then you got problems. So I I still would say it's underappreciated for what it is.
0: Yeah, personal opinion. I would just like you said. I would swap that with the Saturn, which is fine. I think you can flip flop them. I think that's fine. Two is a Dreamcast, which makes sense. Makes absolute sense. It's still. Regardless of its, like, most Sega shit, its falls Had great games and very revolutionary for its time. And, Jim, can you guess what number one is? I have no idea, Brian! Why do you tell me? <sighs> I wasn't trying to invite you to do your simple, Jim.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, Brian, I'm trying to sell t-shirts here.
0: And can we also say... Oh, let me go back one thing. Master System, you have the ugliest fucking covers to games ever. Oh, they're Yeah. Like, they're terrible. Um, now, moving back on to number one, there's only one true name. It's a Genesis. Stop with this Mega Drive shit. It's Genesis. I don't... I saw I, I love, somebody I love posting, those
1: random articles. I You probably saw me yeah. liking it or whatever. Yeah. Every, every, like, at least once a month, there's somebody who's saying, can we just agree that Mega Drive is a better name than Genesis? And then, of course, all the Genesis people are like, uh, no. So, I, Genesis is the better name.
0: It's... I've never seen, like, so you know, if you're looking at the article, Jim, where it says Sega and then Genesis with the Genesis and the
1: silver? Yeah.
0: I've never seen that said Mega Drive. I've well, I mean, only ever seen Genesis. even well,
1: you're, you're North America, so. I know, course. but
0: I'm saying even, like, with us and stuff, like, I, I don't know. I just, it's fucking Genesis. It's better.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> I've seen it. Look, Brian. One, everyone likes to be like, Oh, the Sega Phil Collins. Yeah, it's a great fucking band, so go fuck yourself. Yeah. Two, um, I don't remember the Doomsday device from Star Trek two The Wrath of Khan being called the Mega Drive. I remember it being called the Genesis. So have a go fuck yourself. It's a better and name. How
0: about New Revelations, Jim? Yeah, goddamn right. So you know what? It's Genesis. Of course it's number one. It's undoubtedly number one. So it's gotta be. Yeah.
1: Yeah, look, I don't I don't care what the the rest of the world thinks, you know, all the you know, the Euro pours and everything like that. Like, yeah, you can, you know, enjoy your Mega Drive, but we all know it's a Genesis. All right. So we want to
0: see what you guys think of the Look, plus. Let's put it
1: this way if your favorite sport is just kicking a ball for maybe one <laughs> goal in a game, you don't get to tell me what the better name for a system is. All right. We are people of action and excitement. God damn it.
0: <laughs> Jim, the hate's going to flow. Dean, I love you. Don't talk about their footy ball like that. <laughs> um, no, but I would say, like I said, Get that Pico a little higher. I would swap that with the 32X. And do a swap. Lower? Yeah, go Pico 8, uh, 32X 7.
1: Yes, yeah, so. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but no, for the most part, I was like, yeah, I kind of agree with this article. It's fine. So it's only 9. Take a peek at it. The link is below. Let I us know what there, you think. Was there a Sega Mark II? I'm trying to remember there was a Mark II. Because the Mark III was the Master System. So I thought there was a Mark II. Jim, so. stop
0: confusing this with Iron Man armors.
1: Brian, no, goddammit. <laughs> I wonder who stole it first. It was probably Sega stealing from them. but Probably. Sega steals everything. But then again, would Japan have had Iron Man comics back then? I don't know. You tell me. Think about it. I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to think about it. No, nope, think about it. Probably have precious little br- I have precious little <laughs> brain is. I cannot talk tonight. <laughs> Goddamn simple. Jim is taking over.
0: Oh, you, are, you for sure... Just, j- just, just realize, Jim. We are gonna get the T-shirt, and you are gonna walk in the room with overalls on and that wig. So it's gonna happen. I just need you to get your mind in the right place for that. And well, I'll be, everyone, I'll, I'll with be dressed content- up like uh, Robert Downey Jr. in that movie. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to do it full, full regalia, Bry.
1: You can't just, you can't half-ass it. You got to go full. I'm a full lid board. from
0: a motherfucker. <laughs>
1: there we go. Let's get the shoe polish. Let's do this. <laughs> we'll see who gets canceled first. It'll be a con- it'll be a drinking game.
0: Um, Jim, I have a twenty three in me that supports me, so <laughs> not touching that with a ten foot pole. Uh, so let us know in the comments below if you agree with that, um, Jim. The next one is something I'm very interested in, and from TheVerge.com, dot it's one of many that's out there it's their uh, first impressions of the valve steam deck where they yeah, got so this, some. Hi- yeah and this
1: article is about this is a couple weeks old at this point
0: yeah but we talked about it now i think the least the last two episodes where we're touching on it it's obviously gaining a lot more traction and <clears throat> companies are getting their chance to go in try it out and this uh this guy sean hollister was able to go over to Valve, play the four hundred dollar version. I forget how many versions are above it. <laughs> Excuse me, but
1: um, I think there's one above it. That, like the difference between the four hundred and the six fifty, I think is just space. And I think the economy version has less space and it also has like a weaker processor, if yeah. I'm remembering correctly. But so I mean, the things are interesting. And what
0: I th- what I thought when I was looking at well, one it, the picture I really gets circulated is how much bigger it is than a, a switch, which I think that's obvious. Um that but is the, a big boy. But the ergonomics I thought did look a lot better on the Steam Deck and that's what the guy says is like they just feel so much better. And there's like there's more buttons available for different things and it just fits in your even though it is bigger and a little heavier, it just it holds a lot better
1: than the Switch. Which, yeah, it's about a half pound heavier from what they're saying.
0: Yeah. Out of that, you know, he did mention that, hey, it did seem like it might have gotten a little hot, but it it seemed like uh, somebody else was playing it before he got it because it wasn't even on a full battery. Yada, yeah, yada, yada.
1: It was plugged in, though. It was plugged in when he first started up. And so I don't know if they were charging it or maybe it had a full battery. It yeah. only lasted for him for an hour and a half, he said.
0: Yeah, which... so it, this is one of those things where... That's not good. Well, it's not good, but it's also... When he talks about the games he's playing, he's not playing indie games. And and here's the thing: I can't stress enough. I don't know what you expect of a battery life if you're gonna play triple A games. Like what a, what what is thing, it? Though. What is a good battery life if you're gonna play, say, Witcher Three?
1: Like I I would say for any handheld, if you're playing like the top tier games for the system. I would say do it like I mean, again like like the easy comparison on oh. <laughs> my laptop. Let's make sure everything's working. All right, you're back on. <laughs> well, what did I lose the video for a second?
0: No, 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 your audio just went out.
1: Oh, okay. So you're good. All right, uh, back to action. Uh Threw myself off. So, okay. So, obviously, like, the big comparisons to the Switch, even though it's, like, not really fair because it's two different, you know, it's two different markets and shit like that. But if I was going to think about it, like, I would expect, I would at least one three to four hours, which is what they say you can get if you if play, like...
0: Indie, if you're doing the smaller games, yeah.
1: No, they're saying three to four hours for the bigger name games. You, They're saying eight hours for the indie games. Hmm. So, like, I I would kind of expect that, even though it does seem light on the side, but like here here here's the here's where it comes down to. Like the thing with steam and steam players, like obviously steam they're all PC players. Mm-hmm. And PC players love their specs and they love their performance. So this thing is shooting for 30 frames per second minimum, which I think 30 frames is fine, but you know what? Tons of people, fucking spoiled assholes these days, say 30 frames is unplayable.
0: Like, yeah, go that's ridiculous. F- go, ridiculous. <laughs> fuck yourself. 30 frames
1: is unplayable. Suck my ass. But, no, 30 frames is perfectly playable, and if they can keep it to that, good on them, because that's better than a lot of Switch games. But, you know, it's only max output, I think, is like 800p or something like that. So, you know, you're not getting the full experience, but it's, you know, a, mid, a low to mid-range, you know, gaming laptop or something like that. It's kind of that deal.
0: Yeah, I mean, what I like about this is it is the the PC nerds that are specced out, of course they're never going to leave their $3,000 PC or whatever, a crazy laptop. Um, this appeals to someone like me, who I do have a nice PC, I do, but there are games I would like to not have to sit at my PC and play, and if I could be upstairs, like in bed or taking a shit and playing through like I would gladly enjoy that, because Steam has the best library and the best amount of cheap games available from any system. Xbox is a, a close second
1: with Game Pass, um, yeah. Especially if you yeah. can eventually put like, you know, a real OS on there and then put Game Pass on there, like that'd be huge.
0: That's to me that's uh,
1: which they weren't able to show off yet and like they sure. only showed off like a simple version of Steam OS. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, like, he didn't take it outside, so he couldn't test it outside and shit like that. So there's a lot of variables that he couldn't do in his, like, hour-and-a-half playtesting. Yeah. And I know there's well, been some videos since that have come out with people getting more in-depth into it, which I haven't watched yet, to be honest with you. So
0: I mean, here's the deal. You you play the Switch because that's the only thing you kind of can play because you can't dedicate going downstairs playing. Like, if I have the option between playing on a Switch or my Xbox i'll play my xbox switch i usually reserve for games i can't get on the xbox or if they're really simple games and it is like like i said i'm taking a shit or just doing something i'll play it there i'm not taking it outside i'm not taking it anywhere so the steam would be kind of filling that same role of i'm just playing when i can on it but it's not like my main go-to i'm using it um it's it's it is expensive for that reason but, like you said, if they get Game Pass on there and you're able to run the, all those Game Pass oh, man, that and, like, the EA and all that, the number of games on there is crazy. Like, if I could play Fallout on the go, that would be pretty goddamn insane.
1: Yeah, like, you're not going to be doing that out of the box, like, but, you know, if they if they implement, you know, real Windows OS on there, you know, whatever version they're doing, then you make yeah. it work, you make it fucking work. That would be cool.
0: Yeah. So, um, and like, he was
1: saying how, like, he could, like, start up a game from his Steam library and, you know, pick up where he left off, which is that's cool. That's awesome, yeah. And, like, the mouse feel has that same feel as, like, the Steam controller, which, make of that as you will. Like, again, it comes down to the thing of, like, you know, Steam has to prove it can do hardware that people want. And my biggest hold up, like I said before, is going to be, like, Steam and PC nerds are all about specs and performance. Yeah. So, like, I think the majority of, it's, like, it's going to be a niche product as is. But I think it's going to be niche within its niche because, like, for the most part, like, they don't expect less when it – or bleh, they don't accept less when it comes to their performance.
0: Yeah. What it could do – the only thing I think they could do is hope they're leeching on those people that are, like – they're Nintendo, but they're not diehard Nintendo who like the Switch. And they're like, oh, I have now the ability to play all these Steam games, which are, much like, much more. And it has a better, like – everything when it comes to the games available and like i said people like me who who float in between yeah the hardcore pcers they might get it for a a gag almost but they're not i don't see it selling like gangbusters i'll tell you that
1: yeah and in a weird follow-up article from uh ign we have it's probably been other places the steam deck like it's getting a dock you know so you can play it on like you know uh bigger monitors and shit like that does not get a performance boost when you dock it. So That's very s- weird. The Switch is known for, you know, obviously you put it in the dock, it boosts the resolution that's coming out of there to it's not four K yet, but you know, it'll boost it to nine something or, you know, maybe ten eighty in a couple games, that kind of deal. But yeah, no boost at all. And Valve basically said, Yeah, we didn't want to focus on the dock boosting performance. We just wanted it to be able to like they didn't want to spend the time and resources on that, which seems kind of weird. That's it's like yet. if you can, why wouldn't you?
0: I guess, in their defense, if you were going to make a system, let's give you a system that that we can do the operating system, do the Xbox, do Windows, like you're saying, do all these other things. Let's just get that. If this sells as a legit pro... Think of this as, like, their version of the Wii U. Not saying it'll be a failure like that. I'm saying... Right. Think of it, like, as their first attempt, and if they can get it functioning okay, then the next one would be... Okay, now you can dock, and now the whole gap of PC players versus console. Now this is kind of your console version. You do 1080p, whatever, boost it up to it. Maybe it makes sense. I don't know enough about the hardware and programming. I don't. It's a it's an odd choice, but uh, yeah. I, I
1: mean, maybe it's R and D that they don't want to risk. But here here's here's my thing with it. Like, I think they're going about it wrong with who they're marketing this to like like the the like i said already a thousand times like the, the hardcore pc people care about their specs they should really sell this almost in a better version of what they try to do with the steam machines which just totally flopped <laughs> is as an all-in-one unit for you to be a steam player without having to have the complications of a gaming pc now you know pc people will tell you it's not that hard anymore and it probably isn't but for the normal person out there, they still think, "Ooh, gaming PC. That's that's too much of a you know, a thing to jump through to try and get into that world." Yeah, like they should really try and market this as a gaming PC on the go, and then if you plug it into a dock, like I don't you know you get that extra performance, so you're even closer to a PC life. You know that kind of deal. To me, that's what would pro- that like that would be more enticing to get the normie market to buy this, because yeah. I still think like if you just say, "Hey, this is a portable Steam thing player." I, I don't think that's enough for, like, you know, a grandma to go, oh, you know, little Timmy will like this.
0: Yeah, marketing is going to be key here. And so far, they haven't hit it out of the park for making it because that's the only gap they need to bridge is those the casual gamers who, like, don't want to go through the bullshit of playing PC. Right. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. We're definitely going to keep following it. And like I said, this is a system I'm actually interested in. I'm not going to pay its brand-new price. Um, but I will get it eventually, without doubt.
1: Yeah, who knows, maybe it'll bomb, and maybe you can buy it eventually for super cheap. Which, where the fuck did I, oh, wait, I think it's right here.
0: Damn it, Jim.
1: You Or you can wait, like, most, uh, Steam hardware for it to fail, and you can get Overstock and buy, like, the Steam controller for five goddamn dollars, like I did. <laughs> I still never opened it. I was like, Steam Controller for $5, I'd be a sucker not to buy it.
0: Jim, that's like most of your collection. Never opened it.
1: (laughs) Incorrect, sir.
0: So you guys let us know. Uh, If there's anyone out there who has a lot more information or you're really interested in this, please let us know. Reach out. I'm curious to see what most people's general consensus is. That's not a PC snob. Let me put that out there.
1: Yeah, let's hear from the normies.
0: (laughs) All right, Chambers. So we uh, are going with one of our reoccurring bits. It's which is better, and this time Chambers actually put up the topic. So uh, go ahead, Jim. Why don't you uh, lay it out there for us?
1: Yeah. So one in one of my stupid daily, you know, uh, gaming posts, you know, show a picture of a game for you know Twitter clout. I threw up there Forsaken, which is like one of the most infamous games of like the cover art not telling you anything about the game you're about to buy. But it's eye-catching, and it's one that anyone, all of us pretty much remember who were around in that era. So it got me thinking, what do you think's better? An eye-catching cover, or one that accurately shows what to expect from a game? I'm
0: always going to say eye-catching, because I, I thought of the inverse of this. How many truly accurate, like, without zero knowledge of the game, like... Like okay, so I think of a game like let's say even Resident Evil, the shitty one with the Chris with the mutated face or whatever the fuck it is, and all you see is him I holding mean... a odd ass gun, and there's two giant spiders, and you're like, what does that tell you? It tells you there's, I I I as a kid I didn't know what the fuck it told me. I only knew about that game because somebody told me about it, and it's like zombies and other stuff. Obviously there are different covers out there, but that's the cover I saw. And I went, I don't know what this is, um, but it still did kind of catch my eye. as like, what the fuck is going on here? Now, there can be games like Streets of Rage is a game. Streets of Rage 2, I should say. That's an interesting cover. It's like people fighting in the streets. Okay, it kind of tells you a little bit. Um, but I guess when you're saying eye-catching versus accurate, because there can be eye-catching accurate covers, too. I think yeah. at the end of the day, like, I don't need you to be super accurate, but you need to catch my eye. And and that game that you co- – <laughs> it's funny. You mentioned that, and I was like, oh, that's a game I always wanted. I still don't know what the fuck it actually is about, but it was a cool-looking cover.
1: Yeah. Brian, would you expect a six-degrees-of-motion corridor shooter, arena shooter from I, that? I certainly would not. On motorbikes? <laughs> motor hoverbikes?
0: <laughs> I mean – I you got, or obviously
1: you got like the one that everyone talked about too. When I put that up there, they're like, "Oh, what about Phalanx?" I guess I know about fucking Phalanx. That, the one with the the one with the banjo guy in the banjo. The the plane. On the banjo. Yeah. yeah,
0: like that was the one. As a kid, it turned me off from ever running the game because I was like, "That's just a weird looking cover." But th- that's the thing. It's like we we say the same thing about beer labels, right? Like if if I'm someone who knows nothing about the developer or the game itself you gotta catch my eye somehow and I'm sorry, just showing a spaceship shooting some shit or like any of the, and I know you like the covers and I'm not trying to show on it for it, but think of any of the urban, um, strike or, or, Oh yeah. They're just helicopter helicopter explosion. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay, that that's not never going to catch my eye. Like by this point, like I've seen it so many times, um, So give me something new. And then there's covers that go to minimal, like other things we've talked about, where I'm only going to play it if I really know it. So I'm always going to say, catch my eye with a good cover. I don't care what your product is. That's a way to get casual people. That's a way to get anyone to actually try your game. Accurate's fine, but catchy is better.
1: Yeah, obviously the perfect world is accurate and eye-catching. Sure. Like you said, like, you know, like, say, Sonic the Hedgehog or Super Mario or fucking, you know, shit like that. Yeah. So, but yeah, if you had to gun, yeah, I mean, I'll say eye-catching as well, but, because, uh, like, it's all about selling and trying to get people to look at your game. Like, if you have an accurate cover that's boring, no one's going to go for it, so. Like, everyone likes to shit on, like, the wacky covers of, like, say, the Genesis or even the NES era that, like, you know, it's not what the game was at all, but it's they- still, it got your attention. You know, and it's I better did. than what we get. It's better than what we have, you know, these days with you know, guy with a gun standing there. Like that's every fucking cover these days. Like covers are boring now.
0: No, covers are definitely boring now. And you know what? I think the most underappreciated covers are the Atari games. I think they have some of the best art. Oh, dude, they have
1: fucking amazing art.
0: Like, like Haunted Castle. That art is like it's fucking insane. And and yeah, it's absolutely nothing like the fucking game. like. I mean, all those covers were legit. Like they were like hand-painted looking pieces of art
1: they were like actual art yeah yeah
0: and and the nes like even yeah some of them they had some great ones but that's what i like to see and yeah nowadays uh, the companies are like well you almost get so big and like video games in general are so big that's like why do you need to put out the effort right i would like it a little more but then again how many people are still even buying physical but the same goes for if I'm if I'm browsing digitally if I see a cool looking cover I'm gonna go over and scroll over to it so that's one thing I think digital media has not perfected because I don't know who the fuck does Netflix and Hulu and all those they suck at their thumbnails for some reason because they' yes, never they're never even always the same and they're not always like the movie poster and I'm like I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm not going to click on it. It's like, oh, that's a movie I actually really would have liked. It's terrible.
1: Three faces. It's always three faces. (laughs) And it's like, and half the time it's with no-name actors. So you're just sitting there like, oh, who the fuck are these people?
0: Yeah. So eye-catching, there's a reason why uh, publishing and and all the marketing, they know how to make attractive-looking covers. Go with that all the time.
1: Yep, yeah, I guess we're in agreement there. Maybe it's not the most, uh, someone out there, make an argument for why accurate would be better. But, eh. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right, Chamber. so the uh, last topic, and once again, it's a reoccurring bit, are overrated, underrated, and you put corked beer bottles. So I want to ask, Are do you mean legit corks like you got to pop out, or do you mean like the ones I gave you from Naked Brewing where it's like the little white corks that you kind of plunger down?
1: No, legit corked.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Now I've only had a handful of them over the years. But, sure. Because yeah, I mean that's that's even in the beer world having that's fucking niche. But like, <sighs> do you do you think it makes that big a difference, or you think it's just like you know fancy pantsness and trying to make your beer be a little more highfalutin than it actually is? So,
0: I know the way a cork is makes a huge difference with like wines, and I know right. The only cork beers I've ever had generally are a higher percentage. And, yeah, they are fancier. There is a mindset. If I have a beer with a cork, my mind is already different. I'm like, oh, I'm not just You're, you're going ooh-la-la.
1: Well,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm literally, I'm like, I'm not just about to pound, like, a shitty Miller. Like, I'm actually about to have a different, like, it, it, it changes my mindset. Which is why it's leading me to maybe underrate it. Because, one, it's not used that much. I think it'd probably be way too expensive. Like there's a reason bottling is so cheap because it's it's much easier and canning is even cheaper. Right. Um so they're putting a little extra effort and chances are if you are drinking a corked beer bottle, you probably spend at least eight dollars on a single bottle of beer. Now, Grant, it's not a twelve ouncer, it's usually a, uh It's
1: sort from of like the twenty ouncers, like the Yeah. The the faux wine bottle looking ones with like the indented bottom and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. It's it's never like a twelve it's never like a twelve answer.
0: I think I, I don't think they're just done for show. I think it is something also because a lot of those those are the type of beers you truly could age if you wanted to. Whereas you have other people like a lot of our friends who like, I can just age Mad Elf. And even though they say don't do that. Yeah. Um so it's uh it just it it, it is exciting. Some days I go to the beer store and I get my four-pack or six-pack of something, and that's what I'm going to drink. Or I decide, you know what? I'm a splurge. I'll pay 20 bucks for this one bottle of this from this brewery I like. And it's like I know I'm like, okay, I'm about to just enjoy, and I really got to pay attention and zoom in on this beer. It almost causes me to focus. When I have too many of the same beer, I kind of take them for granted as I drink through them, and I might let one sit in my fridge a little too long, which is like what happened with Boddington. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think they're underrated just because it's uh, a little bit more specialty, and I think that separates itself from the standard craft beer.
1: Nah, sort of it's like, overrated. Yeah. Don't make me work more.
0: It's probably easier than when you have to go to a beer a bottle opener. The easiest is can like unless no, because,
1: you have a- no. Brian, look, I'm already opening the bottle the same way I'm opening any other bottle anyway. Then I gotta go get the fucking cork and screw it in there, and I always fucking goddamn fuck it up. And as oh. I'm pulling it out, see, I've it never had a
0: cork like that. All the corks I have are the type where you can it. It has a thing you can grab at the top and, and pop it off.
1: No, 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 no. Those I'm fine with those with the pop, like the pop top, and like all that bullshit that's built in. Those are I'm I'm fine with those. I think, like, maybe once or twice I've ever had a beer, and I couldn't tell. Oh, so,
0: ways. yeah, I've never had one. You're talking about legit needing, like, a wine cork?
1: Like a legit wine cork inside oh, like the top of it, yeah.
0: I've never had a beer like that, I'll be honest. I,
1: I, I hope I'm not talking... I'm, I'm probably talking on my ass right now,
0: but... <laughs> Every cork I've ever had was that. That's why I was saying, like, it's not that much work. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I think
1: I've, I, I, it's probably happened once. It's probably happened once ever. And You're I was like, like oh,
0: what the you shit? sons of bitches, you making me use a wine cork?
1: <laughs> like, I think I popped off, like, the actual, like, top, and, like, there's, like, a cork there, and I'm like, what the f- what the fuck is this? And I gotta go get a goddamn actual cork. And I suck with corks. I'm terrible with it. I gotta call my wife over, and she's gotta do it for me, because I'm, you know, <laughs> Special little boy. Wait, so. with the amount
0: of wine that's drank in your house, you're telling me you don't have the, uh, what is it called, the the genie thing?
1: Oh, we have a couple genies. So. Yeah.
0: That's not hard. How do you fuck that up? You just hold it and push down and pull
1: up. Nah, <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Love <laughs> finds a way, Brian. <laughs> Damn
0: How do you fuck that up?
1: <laughs> if you, You've known me long enough to know that I can find ways to fuck up anything. I know. All
0: right? Yes. It, I would say if there are bottle, I haven't had that. That would be annoying to me too if I had to go through that for a beer. Also, like you only are gonna get cork like that if you have a really thin neck, like that goes much deeper than the corks I'm talking about. Where
1: oh yeah, you know, no, I'm talking. That's why I'm. I'm saying it's not like you know the standard ones. Huh. It's the ones that go up like this with that like fancy pants, almost like wine bottle looking ish kind of bottling. I court. would
0: really like to see which beer you drank like that.
1: Yeah, me too. I can't remember it. <laughs> Maybe it was a dream I had. <laughs> Maybe you just
0: open a bottle of wine, you're like fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> Could have
1: been depending on how drunk I was at the time. Damn it, Jim. <laughs> Undermining my own argument. But I, right, let's say hypothetically you opened a beer bottle and all of a sudden there's a quirk there. What yes, that think? would be completely
0: overrated. I'd be like, What the hell? I would be angry at that too.
1: Look, I'm gonna choose to live in a world where this actually happened to me. So I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it happened.
0: Ooh, all right. Let me let me take a little twist on this for you, Jim. Alright. Are you, I mean, we're so used to it now, but does it still piss you off? You're like, why can't every uh, beer bottle just be a twist-off? Just
1: be a fucking twist-off. Like, why, 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 why? Why do I got
0: it? it Here's my thing. I know from the Like, this is Old
1: Faithful. This is Old Faithful I got from my original craft beer box, but why do I need to have this around me at all times? Why do I need to have one on my keychain? Just in case, and I know we're so used to
0: it, but like, look at cans from how they used to be, where you need a legit can opener, to peelable tabs, to where we're at now, like the the infamous tab that we're used to. They came a long way. For some reason, bottles are still ninety five percent like, and, and we're talking craft beer world. Yeah, beer bottles are still you got to use the tab, and
1: are are they that much better? Or do they keep it that much more sealed?
0: I'm gonna say probably not. No, no, it's not. I know it's not that. I know it's just it's a cheaper method for getting the cap on, because it's just a press machine versus I'm sure there's a different machine needed to actually implement the twist. Right. So it's probably more expensive. I know it, but that's why I'm like, can't they come up with something to just make it easier
1: on them? If you if you can't get the twist bottle, just make a fucking can. Fuck (laughs) you. I uh, look. We've been through the gimmicks in the '90s. We had the wide mouth cans, and they didn't stick around because everyone went. Eh, this is stupid. Like we don't need to fucking gimmick. Just give us a fucking twist. Make it easy.
0: Well, that was like that stupid ass gimmick. What was it a couple years ago where they did the the,
1: the whole top came off top. the top?
0: I'm like, I don't that want that. I don't want shit sucked. falling into my can.
1: <laughs> Either. Oh, good. Now instead of spil- knocking my bill, uh, bill my beer <laughs> over and losing half my beer, now I get to lose my whole beer. This is a great <laughs> invention. That's what I'm, I'm so glad it's so much more aerated. They keep fucking around with can technology. Shit, Coors
0: has the Cold Activated Mountains. You can't give me twist tops on everything. Come on.
1: Look. Look, it's like my little Ninja Turtles cup I got from my Cookie Crisp back in 1991. Changing the colors cool. Don't fuck anything else up. <laughs> I don't need anything more fancy than changing colors. I'm a simple man.
0: There is a good there is a good sound though once that that beer bottle is cracked. I do enjoy the sound.
1: That is a good sound. You don't get that from a twist-off.
0: Yeah. But at the end of the day, give me my fucking twist-off. That's all I want.
1: Don't put me in a situation where I gotta fucking try and, like, bang it on the edge of a table and fucking Ugh. try and stupid do it that way.
0: Yeah, that... There, that was the thing...
1: Where or, or our madman of a father-in-law who does it with his teeth. Ooh.
0: Oh, yeah. There's that. The teeth is the one that... That still makes me kind of cringe. But uh, there was also, like... When people would be learning, like, okay, use the lighters, or use, like, yeah, and if you didn't just want to bang it on the edge. And then you inevitably end up breaking the fucking bottle, or something happens, and I'm like, just make it easy, god damn it.
1: Or make life hard on yourself, like L.A. Beast in his latest video, where he's opening it with a CD.
0: Yeah, that, Jim, that did kind of tempt me to want to try that, I'm not going
1: to lie. It kind of did with me, too. We're going to need a lot of tarps for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll get some lion's head and we'll just...
1: We'll do it outside. I'm not cleaning up a fucking mess.
0: <laughs> Jim, you'll clean it, all right. I'm not cleaning shit. So, you guys let us know. These imaginary corked fears that Jim is talking about. It
1: happened once, I'm pretty sure, maybe. Or, uh, yeah,
0: what do you think about twist-offs versus... <laughs> Uh, actual beer bottles.
1: This will be the one episode the beer community actually finds and goes, what the fuck is this guy talking about?
0: (laughs) So, uh, Jim, speaking of your beer, you're done with your Nugget Nectars. So you said you were sold from the first one. Second one go down easier.
1: I I don't know how these are 93 IBUs and go down so smooth. I don't know. What happened? What did you do? Why is it so smooth now? I don't get it. I used to hate this fucking beer. And it's like... I really enjoyed it this time.
0: You're practically Mr. IPA now, so you're used to probably the 120-130 range of IBUs. So, yeah, this is probably lighter for you at this point.
1: Maybe, but just like I'm, I'm shocked. I like I remember this being like, like my. I think that's where the first time I like tasted. It, that's where like my tree's asshole line came from, because that's what it tasted like to me. And now I'm just like, ooh, this is delightful.
0: Yeah yeah good old um,
1: Trogs. good old trogues doesn't miss again what, what what do you expect
0: so <clears throat> the banana beer banana bread beer, like I said, it goes down really easy and it has the taste of it. I'm not gonna say it's amazing, but I will say once again if you're looking kind of for a dessert or just a niche beer, try it out both of them from the u k um I guess those Brits got something right
1: <laughs> no. Poor Holland countries needed something to do, Brian. <laughs> they have to pretend that ZX Spectrum is pretty good. So, you know, they, they have so little.
0: So, with that, everyone, we want to say thank you all. If you've stuck through with us, we really appreciate it. Please make sure you hit like and subscribe below. And if you haven't already, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or Spotify. We'd really appreciate it. If you can, leave us a rating. Give us a five star. Even if you want to bash us, we will answer you in the comments below. And with that, we want to say. Have a good night, and cheers.
1: Cheers, guys.